You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Pazinga. Got my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. And today we are going to do a new segment. But before we get there, we're going to do trivia. Oh, yeah, we are. I have trivia. Um, the new segment is just, we already talked about it kind of. We gave each other a movie, and we're going to talk about that movie when there's not a movie that we can go watch. So, like, this we, this weekend there wasn't a movie we could go watch. So or gonna, that we really wanted to. Or that we will. I mean, I would watch a couple of them, but, like, not enough for me to go. Yeah. Um, next weekend is Argyle, so I feel like that's what we'll probably do. Um, so, anyway, so that's why we're doing, that's what, it's a new segment dude. once a month, once every other month, depending on when, because January and February are kind of down, and then March will go back up with Dune, and... You know, Deadpool three is coming out, so we'll be we'll be going. But um, so I got trivia. There isn't really a um, rhyme or reason to this trivia. Okay, so <laughs> oh okay, I was gonna say what type of movie trivia. Okay, is so it? this um, <laughs> it's just like all it's over he, the place. He laughs. Um, this I watched a classic movie this week, so I did a, a couple classic ones in there. Okay, There's a couple of non, and then it really evolved into something bad. So <laughs> the last twelve questions. <laughs> I'll just tell it's just the Matrix. <laughs> so oh the last twelve out of the hundred. So it's the Matrix one through three. I left out four. Um so yeah, that's like the last ten or twelve. Just so we think in your matrix brain, so do we get there? Okay. I found a matrix question. I was like, Oh, it's good, so I'm gonna keep going. So they watched they watched Matrix since this past week, so also no I did. Oh, I thought you said also, you know, he did. Also to celebrate my first time watching Matrix this year. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do that. I don't you know. First of many. I haven't so. seen it in a couple of years. I've seen at least 12 this, this year, I'm sure. Could be a rough one for you guys. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen all three in probably I, like Oh, my years. gosh. I haven't seen I'll let you know. The first three. All of, the, all of the things on here except for a couple I knew also. That's what I try to do. Especially the Matrix ones. But, but the other ones. Jordan. The other one. Even the other ones. Oh, okay. About I know. Ones. I thought you were saying the Matrix ones. Well, I know all the Matrix ones. But um, I try to make it to where I could figure it out at least. And maybe not. Anyways, okay. It's so it's going back and forth because there's no real. There's year. no rhyme or reason. Okay. No. Okay. The that's first fine. one. Who? Oh, well, let's test our buzzers. Oh, <laughs> that's mine. Uh, uh, <laughs> You're not buzzing, Jordan. Dang, Baca. Baca. Uh, buzz. Mm. Okay. Yes. Good one. I feel like mm. I do good in this one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number one. Who played Juro number eight in Twelve Angry Men? Baca. Henry Fonda. Yep. 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 See, start off the pretty easiest one. I couldn't tell you any other jurors. Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you a couple of the actors, but I don't know what juror just they the are. the main juror. Yes. I only remember him because he's the main one, yeah. All right. See, these are all these start pretty easy, and then it kind of goes downhill. Um, what Hollywood movie star plays himself in Zombieland? Bacall. Oh, yeah. Buzz. Bill Murray. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Good job. I was like, Woody Harrelson's playing <laughs> somebody else. I know. What are you talking about? He's kind of an afterthought. It took a second. Okay. Who took over the role of Bruce Wayne's love interest, Rachel Dawes, in The Dark Knight? Fal- okay. You didn't finish the question, <laughs> so I'm worried. <laughs> Maggie Gyllenhaal? Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <coughs> she fits that role so much better. Katie Holmes just felt like she had to sleep her way to the top. I think either was. I think anybody could have played those I wish roles. Jake would have played it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In what 1979 James Bond movie does a famous spy go to outer space? Oh, oh uh, uh, Buzz. Okay. Uh, Moonraker. Yes. I was yes. sitting here going, Moonstruck. No, that's Cher. 
I had to throw James Bond in there, but it was an easy one at least. I was like, Moonraker doesn't sound right. It's Moon something. Have you guys seen that one? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I have I've not, but I would have got it because of the space thing. The big dude with the grill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, what's his name? The Chomper. The I was chomper. thinking, is Jordan bringing up a question about Octopussy? No, <laughs> no. Different, different Bond movie. Okay. What animated classic was the first film of the late 20th century Disney Renaissance? Animated classic was the first film oh, of Bacala. the late. Okay. The Little Mermaid? Correct. That's what Correct. Because like, no, that came out in 89. Then sure. they had Lion King, Aladdin, yeah. and they kind of tapped. Capped off the 90s with Tarzan. Very underrated. Which one? Tarzan. Okay, because Little Mermaid, Mermaid, by the way. Yeah. Not a huge fan. No, I mean, it's good. But it's Tarzan's good. better. I don't know. Talk about the soundtrack me. on Tarzan. <laughs> yeah. Nobody asked Phil Collins to go that hard, but he did that for us. What is the name of Quint's shark hunting boat in Jaws? Oh. Oh, oh man. Um... <laughs> Those would be an automatic. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Bacaw, the orca. Yes. Okay, man, it was. I kept thinking of women names for yes. women. Yes. Like names on the for some reason. Tip of my tongue, I'm going. Vanessa. <laughs> I was like, it's the Jenny. <laughs> okay, good job. Good job. Who is the actor to? Who is the first actor to play Jack Ryan on screen? Tom Buzz. Huh? Buzz. Okay. Oh, Alan Baldwin. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Third <laughs> October. <laughs> I. Yeah. I knew that, and I'm sitting here going, I know it wasn't Harrison Ford. <laughs> Who else? This was a, I totally forgot. In the action thriller Speed, why is Annie, Sandra Bullock, driver's license suspended? Oh, my gosh. Because. What? For speedy? Yeah. <laughs> it's very simple. Said, uh, I wanted you to overthink it, maybe. I couldn't remember, but I was thinking, <laughs> I, I'm just going to guess. <clears throat> she was speeding. I'll take that she's speeding. <laughs> I figured because the title of the <laughs> well, movie. Well, I know, but I thought you might think. You know, she just like DWIs or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, public intoxication. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie. Um, what is the highest grossing foreign language film at the U.S. box office? Mm. Right now? Ever. Oh. You've both seen it, I promise. Foreign language film at the U.S. box office. U.S. So don't worry about like the rest of the world. U.S. Because is it Parasite? It is not. I didn't think it was. That's what I was thinking too, but no. Um, um, I can give a hint after you both guess, or if you don't have a guess. I knew Parasite did well, but I didn't think it was. This is U.S., not overall. Yeah. Uh, oh. It's probably something obvious, too. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. I thought you guys would get it automatically. <laughs> um, I should know this. A lot of foreign films. Okay, the guy that is the star of this movie is also in a movie this year. Um, he doesn't have a lot of roles. This is the first year in a while. He um, was in a movie about taking kids. <laughs> um, so about we've all seen it kids. this year. Mm. It's the movie that about oh, taking because, kids. is it Passion of the Christ? It is Passion oh, of the Christ. Oh, like, you total! I totally forget that that's a foreign language film. It, it is. is. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah. Yep. That's wild. Never would have came to mind. I was looking at trivia and so I was like, that's a cool one. After you said about taking kids, I was like, oh, you're talking about Sound of Freedom. And then I was like, yeah. oh, wait. Yeah. Jim I didn't know. I, I, I didn't like Christianity. I didn't want to be like giving I away. Still did, I still didn't, you know, put that as a foreign language film. Well, it is, though. You yeah. know? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Who wrote the screenplay for Rocky? Oh, Buzz. Okay. Sylvester Sloan. Good job. Yeah. Good job. I thought it was pretty obvious, but who like, knows? It feels pretty easy. I was like, yeah, surely it's not. There are some Oscar questions because the Oscars are coming up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the only person ever to receive an Oscar nomination for acting in a Star Wars movie? For mm-hmm. acting? Mm-hmm. Picard. Okay. Alec Guinness? Correct. Correct. Oh, right. He didn't win it for Star Wars or something <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, no, nobody gets any acting categories for Star Wars. 
what's the fic- what's the fictional brand of cigarettes in Quentin Tarantino movies? Oh, gosh. Mm. Is that not a well-known one? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. I can see them. I can see cigarettes. <laughs> does it have the word lucky in it? It does not. Does it have the word apple in it? It does. And one more word. I, can't, I don't know why I was thinking Lucky Strike, but I think that's an actual brand of cigarettes. It is. You're on the right track. It's just a, it now it's a color before the uh, apple. Red apple? Yes. That's pretty okay. good job. Okay. Good pull. Thank you. Thank you. That thank you. is. Pull. <laughs> I know. I, I was thinking something that. to do with apples. That might be the hardest one. I would so. not have got that one. Apple bottom jeans, jeans boots jeans. with the fur? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is the highest grossing war movie of all time and Clint, Clint Eastwood's highest grossing movie ever? So they're the same movie. Okay. Letters to Iwo Jima? No. Oh, okay. Is it the same movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. It sounded like two questions. No. Mm, oh, Bacall, American Sniper. Correct. Yeah, Correct. I didn't. I had to fact check that to make sure that's actually the highest. It made a lot of it's money. a weird because I always think Saved by Ryan is, and it almost is. This one does. This made just a little bit more. Um, I always. I can't. I, I didn't realize it did make that much money. Yeah, it was the highest grossing movie of 2014, more than like Guardians and. The first one that came to my head was Hexall Ridge. That's not even Clint Eastwood. That's a, that's like third also. Yeah. By the way, I couldn't believe that either. I was like, man, I made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of good war movies though. To be fair, yeah, like Pl- Platoon was on there. War Full Metal hit or miss as far as like box office. Yeah, games. Full Metal Jacket was on there. Like uh, the obvious ones. All these movies I love. Yeah. Um, what was the first pandemic era movie? To gross over one billion at the box office. First pandemic era movie to gross, so basically released after twenty twenty. In the pandemic era, yeah. Um, when, when all movies are doing bad. Because is it Top Gun? It is not. It's a good. Oh, that's, oh, a good that's, question. Oh, that's a good guess. Is it Spider Man No Way Home? It is. Yeah. I say Top Gun was a good guess. No Way Home came out first. So. Yes, it did. I had to think. I had to. Go, I had to rewind it a few months and think. <laughs> no, there was another one. Yeah. What kind of bug is on the back of Ryan Gosling's silk jacket in Drive? Bacaw, a scorpion. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it's easy a good that question. would be. It's, the, it's, it's the, also the box art. Because it's a pretty bad A jacket that he's got. <laughs> I know a lot of these. It's just faster on the buzzer. Yeah, this, is a, this is kind of a two-part. You beat me on the Sylvester Stallone one earlier. Okay. <laughs> this, is a two, this is a two-parter. Um, after you get the first part, I ask the second part. I think so. Okay. Um, what was the first science fiction film? First sci-fi film? Mm-hmm. I know you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sure. I think. Metropolis? No. That's a good it's guess. Before though. that, actually. Before Metropolis. Okay. Uh, well, obviously. Thank, but thank <laughs> you Thank you for giving me a good guess, David. It is. <laughs> it is a good guess. I don't know. Was that um, 1928, 32, something like that? Um, I, 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 it, it's not. So that Metropolis is, I think, 20. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be the late 20s. It's, it's not. It's not early 30s? It's not. It's before that. No, I, yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, but I mean, I was what talking is about the? What's the moon movie? I can't remember the oh. title. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy where the where the, where the guy's face is yeah. the moon and it gets but hit. It's a trip to the moon. It's correct. It yeah. is a trip. Thank you. <laughs> the I, I knew thing? I gave it to you. Yeah, you <laughs> did. I couldn't remember the title. You did. I was like, don't I say. I couldn't remember the title. It's like 20 minutes long. Second, second part of the question. What year did it come out? <sighs> I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna already give you an answer I, before I the 20s. Too. Because 19. 18. No. B- no. I'd say 1922. No, it's before both. 1914. Oh, before. Wow. 1912. Before. 1901. A little after. 1902. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get there eventually. That's tough. That's wow. Like, that's, that's, that's a hard question. I honestly thought it was like around 1920. 
That's why it's before Metropolis. I thought it was the 19 teens. Oh, After yeah. you, when you said before Metropolis, I thought it was the teens, but no, 19. It's like 20 minutes wow. on like you can watch on YouTube. It's like 20 minutes. Oh, it's long. on. It's on uh, Max. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you can also watch on YouTube. Trip to the moon. It's 130 years old or whatever. It's 20 minutes long. 120 years old. Yeah, like 20 minutes long. That's nice. All right. What illegal substance is Tom Cruise addicted to in Minority Report? Oh, gosh. Um, This is like another one of those. You have to name it. Like the rage in 28 days later. I can see it. You can see the drug? Yeah. Yeah. I've only seen the movie once. I think it's blue. I haven't seen it in a long time. This is one I I I didn't know. Oh, it's like booger sugar or something. He goes out for a jog, picks picks up a vial. We know you know the movie. <laughs> um, it says something you do, like if you want to, f- if you're trying to figure something out, you might go out to find this. You might go on a run to find this. If something's if something's kind of confusing, you need mm. this to make it less confusing. I'm thinking clarifier. Starts with a C. Think of clarifier. That's clarify is right. Clarify? Clarify. Oh, is I was right. like Claritin. It was clarity, but clarify. Get, get Claritin clear. So <laughs> clarify, I'll take clarity is what it is. Gotcha. But good, good point. I wouldn't clarity. get clarity. <laughs> get Claritin. I would have never got that, but I thought you guys both. I know I you like remember. it. I mean, oh, I do. It, yeah, so. I, like I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are gonna know this one. This is funny for me. <laughs> Which one of Voldemort's Horcruxes was destroyed last in the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. I don't made it easier. I, I don't remember that movie. Dude. Thank you for giving us the title. Can you name any of the Horcruxes? No. <laughs> there's there's Bill and then there's Fred. Those are not Horcruxes. Those are people. And don't Roger. forget Don't forget about Bob. Horcruxes aren't people except for Harry. What about Bob? Uh, it's the pink one, right? <laughs> okay, so there's there. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, so there's a diary, the diadem. Mm-hmm. There's a snake. There's Nagini. There's... Go ahead. Is it the snake? It is the snake. I was going to say... Oh, there's okay. a locket. I, was gonna say I remember the order saying... When you said snake, I was like, ah, that's the last one because it gets its head lopped off. I just would have guessed the snake. I had no clue. <laughs> and now we're transitioning into this whole Matrix thing. So <laughs> Great. There's like 10 of them. Um, okay. In the movie The Matrix, what is Neo's real name first and last place? Bacaw. Okay. Thomas Anderson. Good job. Yep, not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. But no one Mr. Anderson. I was going, like, what's his other name? Neo. <laughs> what was the character's name who betrayed the rest of the group in The Matrix? Bacaw. Cypher. Correct. What's his real name? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, I've met him. So. I don't remember. Joe Pantagalino knows. Super cool dude. So, um... What city is featured in a huge party scene in the movie The Matrix Reloaded? Oh, because Zion? Yeah. Yep. Correct. See, these aren't like horrible. These are no. like on the surface Matrix. Yeah, it's just like a beard, big, weird, dirty orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, it's weird, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. I let Devontae watch the first Matrix. There's like nothing in it, really. He's like, can we watch another one? I'm like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> the next <laughs> two are, get pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty filthy. <laughs> um, what is the name of the hovercraft in the movie The Matrix? No, the know. hovercraft. I don't know um, that it's their ship. Yeah, because the Nebuchadnezzar. Correct. This is all like Matrix is like all about Christianity, Buddhism, all these different things. Yeah. So when you have yeah, Neo there's a lot of yeah, a lot of like biblical themes mm-hmm. and things like that in there. So okay, what is the training program that everyone misses the first time? Oh, the the uh, oh sorry, because um, <laughs> the jump, the jump program. Yeah. Okay. okay, I couldn't remember what it was. What called. if he makes it? He won't. <laughs> Okay. What if he does? Nobody <laughs> makes it the first time. These next ones are harder. This is, now it's getting into like maybe you don't know these ones. Okay. We'll see. 
Which member of the crew designed the woman in the red dress? Bacaw Mouse. Good job. Wow. That's the first harder one. I wouldn't have pulled his name. I so. didn't know if he knew he's a, he's a horny little bugger. He he's like, what'd you think of the I woman just, in the red dress? He's like, what if everything tastes like chicken? What if they didn't know what chicken yeah. tastes like? <laughs> yeah. tastes like? Yeah. I was like, I can picture the dude, but I wouldn't have I just didn't know if you, knew his, if you knew the whole, you know the whole crew? Ah, uh, most of them. Didn't, okay. How does Neo resurrect Trinity when she dies in the Matrix Reloaded? With the power of love. No, no, there's an actual thing. Okay. Then you reach in and massage your heart. He does. (laughs) He reached in her body. They don't really show it. And massages her heart. Good one. (laughs) He's like, you will not die. Let the whole Matrix die. I thought he like pulled the bullets out of her. You see it like in the. He does. He goes like that and then he's like, boom. Oh yeah, and he just you see it like in the gra- heart. You don't see the actually. You, you see, see the graphics. X- you see X-ray version yeah. of it. Because they're like, we can't yeah. actually. He's like, we've already had rubber Neo. We can't actually like. <laughs> gotcha. We don't I have remember that now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Reaches in and massages that heart. Because the whole time she's like about to die, or whatever. But anyways, um, what in the what in the package that Agent Smith delivers to Neo at the start of the Matrix Reloaded? Good scene. What's in the package? She's like Mr. Anderson, there's someone here for you. And there's a package. <laughs> I mean, they might say Neo, actually. <laughs> he opens it up. Buzz. Okay. I'm not sure, though. Uh, a cell phone. No. That's the, the first That's the first movie. A puppy. Oh, the other one. Okay. No. <laughs> it's not a puppy. <laughs> yeah, they, he unwraps a puppy. This I has to remember. go with the theme of The Matrix Reloaded, how whenever he goes into s- inside of Agent Smith, he releases him, technically. Yeah. So what would he send him because he's released? Car? I was going to say a thank you card. Okay. It's, his, <laughs> it's Agent Smith's earpiece. Because okay. pe- he's okay, no longer in the Matrix. Yes, he's like yes, his yes, own. Yes, he's yes, like yes, a virus yes. now. I remember that. Thank I, you, I Neo. couldn't get freaking <laughs> keys and architects out of my head from that movie. The cell phone did happen in the first one. Yes. Morpheus okay. sends it to him. Gotcha. Sends him a get well soon card. I was thinking of the first He's like, you're going to lose your mouth. Devonta thought it was creepy. I was like, it is kind of creepy when they put the bug in him. Okay. A couple more. What about what year is it in the ravaged real world? Mm, what year is it? That's mm-hmm. a good question. About what year? I want to say uh, it's like twenty one hundred. Mm, not close enough. You're okay. You're, you're you're there, but you're not. It's pretty. It's we're pretty far away from it. Twenty one fifty. Twenty. Well, closer. Think about when this movie 2049. came out. Twenty forty nine. No, uh, you're not as close now. Okay. Think about when this movie actually came out. Twenty one twenty five. <laughs> the movie came out in 2025. It's 20. It's 1999 when it came out. So yeah. 2099. 2199. It's 200 years in the future. T- okay, okay. He was like, "You think it's 1999? It's closer to 2199." Oh, that's right. Like, we don't actually know the real date. Guys, anyway. you sound just like uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I, I couldn't remember if it was like 100, 200, 150. Or he is the one. Did you choose the red pill? Yeah, I was gonna do that one. You guys <laughs> knew that. Yeah. What visions does Neo have throughout the Matrix Reloaded? What Trinity dying? Is it Trinity dying? It, yes, but is it, it has to be more specific. Like, oh. What is she doing? Baca, Trinity getting clapped? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's right for the massaging scene if it helps. <laughs> Trinity um, getting shot. You guys are both around it. Uh-huh. Trinity following through the air shooting her gun. He never sees her get shot. It is a cool shot. She, she's like jumping. It's like, doo, doo, and it's like yeah. I like how all the bullet trails and everything. Because I like the mm-hmm. people do it. Anyways, two more. We both get half a point, David. Yeah, two more. The last one, I'm not even sure you guys know, but it's fo- but it's cool. Okay. What happens after Neo is resurrected in the Matrix? Like right after, he's resurrected. He's like, I am the one. Uh, what, what? The walls bend. First no, of it's all. not the first thing that happens though. <laughs> he stopped bullets. No, then it's before that. He 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 he's basically Jesus, right? He he resurrects, and mm-hmm. now he can do what? Anything. What could he not do before he resurrected? 
He could do. He was the one, but he couldn't do certain things. One thing he couldn't do beforehand, everyone else could do. Oh wow! It's, pr- it's pretty simple. I mean, I know it's, I'm sure, I'm sure it, it is. is. What can everybody else? When they look at the matrix, what does everybody else see? Oh, he can see the. He matrix. can see the code. He can see the code. code. Yeah. Okay. It's the first thing he opens his eyes like. And he can and see all like, the code and everything. <laughs> and then he just flexes in the <laughs> yeah. walls, man. That's all I could remember. It's such a cool shot. It's a bad ain't moment, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. It's and then moment. he's like, no. No. <laughs> I, I like when he comes up to him. He's like, one side. Like, doo, 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 doo. Like, yeah, just, just one-handed. One-handed. Last mm-hmm. one. This one's just interesting. I've known it for a long time just because I'm, uh, I'm a nerd. In the Matrix, you see Neo's passport. When does his passport expire? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's going to at 99. So, yeah. I'm going to guess April of 2001. No. 9-11. It is 9-11. Oh. For real. It's legit 9-11. I remember hearing that. that it's now, like yeah. weird because After they obviously... I, that, I went, wait, is it actually 9-11? Like, are we in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> what a weird like date yeah. to put the thing. That is very You wild. only see it for like a couple frames. But yeah, that's wild. That I forgot wild. about that. It is 9-11. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. Man, the Wachowskis knew something. <laughs> yeah, trying to tell us something. They in The Simpsons. <laughs> they in The Simpsons. That's right. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, man. so that it really evolved into Matrix trivia there, I know. We really did. That I was really, <laughs> I just that watched was, uh, it. That so. was a fun trip we took there. Um, okay, so we're going to go ahead and transition to the next thing. So we all gave each other a movie um, mm-hmm. to watch this week, like I said, because we had nothing else to watch. And we did this in the purpose of watch, trying to give them something maybe in the warehouse, maybe a little bit out of to watch. Um, like I said, my main... Um, blind spots of movies is actually westerns i would say mm-hmm. because just like them mostly not that i hate western i've liked some but i've never thought oh i want to watch a western my other it's not as blind but like i haven't watched a ton of classic movies mm-hmm. so i was given that uh one i haven't seen i've seen the mo- i've seen the normal ones like mostly but i haven't seen some of the other ones then what were you given what was i given yeah. shadow it's a foreign film i gave you and then you were given i was given 1984 which I've never seen. So yeah, we get we, we it was kind of just like a what what, did you, what was the title? What was the name of the what were we watching or something like that? What, I don't remember. What, what, <laughs> what were we watching? Say, what was the title you came up with? It was just something like a stupid. little a little movie club thing. We we're just gonna give each other homework. Yeah, just to expose us to movies that Expanding the other person. Expanding our movie knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge. Yeah, I watched I watched a lot of movies this year, but all like yeah. twenty twenty three movies. So we so. just so basically we just tried to find something that the other person had not seen and tried to expose them to something that we like, which is hard to do. Because we've all seen a lot we've of things. A lot of movies. Um, who wants to go first? Anybody want to go first? I want to talk about their movie if they liked. Another <laughs> parameter I'll set for the audience is we're gonna say if we liked it, disliked it, what we did and did not like. We're gonna give it a review. We'll probably end up spoiling some of them because mine's eighty years old. Mm-hmm. Yours is a foreign film that most people probably haven't even heard of it's, or seen, and then yours is like thirty or forty years old. I don't remember mm-hmm. when it came out. So it's like, like eighty four. If we give someone, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know it came out that year. Yeah. Okay, um, nineteen seventeen did not come out in nineteen seventy. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyways, but um, if it had come out in the last ten years, maybe we don't. But like, yeah. I feel like yours has. But yeah. whatever. So anyone want to go first? I don't care. Sure, go ahead. A movie that came out in nineteen eighty four. It's not called 1984. It's on the nose, but I like it. Okay, yes. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll discuss it. So David assigned me the film 1984 to watch, um, directed by Michael Radford, starring John Hurt and somebody, and Richard Burton and some girl I'd never seen before. Last Richard Burton role. Uh, yeah, he died like a couple of, couple of weeks after this movie came out. And this is one of those films that 
I had heard of based on a very famous piece of literature by George Orwell. Um, he also wrote, what else has he wrote? Animal Farm. Animal Farm. Um, Those are his main two. Don't ask me. No clue. Uh, <coughs> Books. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> you know, just, um, <laughs> of Mice and Men, I'm pretty sure. Yes, that's, him. that's, yes, that's George Orwell. <laughs> pretty sure that's George Orwell. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 but I, no, I had never seen this. And again, you know, I had heard the gist of it. You know, I knew it was in a, in a future society where basically everything was, everything is watched and controlled and monitored by by the government or yeah, big total brother. totalitarian government. yes yeah. a total totalitarian totalitarian government like, so it's like v for vendetta <laughs> <what you're saying. laughs> it's kind of like v for <laughs> vendetta um but the main thing about this film when i went into 1984 was well what i was not prepared for was how bleak it is it's just ridiculously bleak and dour and borderline depressing yes um throughout the entire film well, and my kind of movie. It is. Um, <laughs> it's. It's. Uh, it's shot by Roger Deakins, so the cinematography and everything looks really good. I read that he wanted to film it in black and white, but the studio is like, no, nobody's going to want to see a black and white movie in the eighties. Anyway, but it has like a very, very saturated gray. gray kind yes, of everything's just thing. gray and sad in the entire movie. Um, including John Hurt's face. The yes. entire film, he just looks like like the direction was, now look like someone ran over your puppy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that good. You want to die. And now <laughs> hold it for the next <laughs> 90 minutes. Like, that was his direction in the entire film. But um, I feel like, uh, I, I will say, just right off the bat, I did like the film um, because I like what they're going for. I like what they're trying to say. And it's a good story. I wasn't over the moon about it. But um, it does have good performances. It is, I was interested enough in the world, but it tests your patience because it's very slow. How it's long like, is the movie? It's like an hour 50. Mm-hmm. It's not, not, not too bad, yeah. Yeah, 153. Not terribly long. But I. Um, but yeah, like because I was interested in the world and because I was interested in uh, just this depressing gray society, you know, uh, I, was, I was interested in the film. Um, but it is just a lot of John Hurt sitting around looking sad for a while. And then he... <laughs> Starts having sex with this one woman, and that picks True. up a little bit. <laughs> then he gets his face eaten off by a rat. That picks up a little bit, you know. But, um, but over, I did, I did like the film because I can see what they're going for. I can see what they're what they're trying to say. I've heard people. I've read a lot of stuff afterwards about it. I've heard a lot of people say it's a very good, very faithful adaptation of the book. And I've heard a lot of people say this is just a book that shouldn't have been adapted because it's just it's just kind of a slog. It's not what the it's not what the book should be. So I don't know because I haven't read the book. I think I think the book is way better. Uh, but <laughs> nerd. But hey, what can I say? I enjoy the book. I've read it a couple times. It's it's and nerd. Yeah, well, it's okay. Book more than once. Um, <laughs> I have plenty yeah. of times. I say Ready Player One. Um, the Harry Potter books. The the thing about this 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 movie when he when he starts his love affair with this with this other party member, she kind of approaches him, but. The thing is, it's that like he doesn't want anything to do with it. Well, really. it's outlawed. Yeah. You're not allowed to do this. Not allowed to do anything. No, you're not allowed. You're not, <laughs> you're allowed, not allowed to be a couple. Anything. You're not allowed to be a couple. Yeah, Spoiler exactly. alert: They get caught, and yeah. it's and it's not cool. <laughs> they it's are. not. It's not looked at in a good light. It's like this, China with more than two kids. What you're saying? It's <laughs> yes. well, actually, you know, it's more like North Korea. I kid you not. Uh, the way that they act. Kim Jong the, does nothing the, wrong. The way that they act with the propaganda and yeah. how the people are supposed to just you know applaud it and and be that you know all for the the government and that type of thing, um, but having an affair or <coughs> loving somebody is against the law. Basically, mm-hmm. they they call me an outlaw, baby. <laughs> what they do is they promote individualism. 
uh, forget about the family. They don't like families because that makes Are you they think. Are allowed of, to procreate? Like, how does the world go on? Like I said, it's 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 all very controlled. Yeah, you, they're if, like, you get to procreate now. Exactly, <laughs> it's, it's that type of thing. That's weird. Uh, I don't sound like a movie I want to watch. Because they do, they do promote. I, I think it's interesting because they do promote individualism, as you say in this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. Everybody's just, they're all wearing the same depressing Michael well, Myers jumpsuit. They're all eating the same thing. They're all doing the same stuff every it's, day. It's an individualism that fo- <laughs> that they want your focus on the government and not on anything no. else. Because the government is is all-powerful, all-knowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they provide watching. Yeah, they provide everything for you. And so... Doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> and so that's it's all, like prison, basically. <laughs> and so that's all they want you to think about. Uh, okay. So, um, so two things I think we should do. I think you should... Tell us and everybody why you gave the movie to him, what you think, because we haven't done that yet, why you mm-hmm. thought to give it to him. Second, I think you should rate it. Um, you can rate it Dime to be and Letterbox. You can rate it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Or you can rate it A to F, because mm-hmm. I do both IMDb and Letterbox on everything. Yeah. Um, or And then you can also say if you would, if you wanted this, you would recommend, not you know, whatever you think about it um, <coughs> for each movie. That way people can really tell what yeah. you like to know if they want to go see it, blah, blah, that kind of okay. stuff. So. Uh, okay, the reason I... I chose it. Number one, I like the movie. Number two, it can be a little bit slow, but I think it's thought-provoking, and that's why I chose it. Because yeah. if you're really thinking about how things are going in society today, they're just they're crazy right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't want. I'm not going to get too political or anything. So we're a step away from jumpsuit. <laughs> what we're saying. <laughs> not quite there, but I mean, as far as like your mainstream media and stuff, who do you trust anymore? I mean, everybody's lying to you. The Lord. You don't. <laughs> So I, I said mainstream media. Uh, who he said the mainstream media, baby. <laughs> Passion of the Christ is the number one. <laughs> uh, who do you, who who do you, you trust, trust anymore? <laughs> what master do you serve? What am I supposed, supposed to say, Jesus? Jesus? Come out twice uh, in a row now. Because uh, nobody's telling you the truth anymore. They're telling half truths. They're just you know you you don't yeah. know what to believe. It's just it's it that aspect of it is very thought provoking as far as when you see this movie. Um, and so that was the main reason why why I chose it. Yeah, I thought that. You know some of the the concepts that he came up with. This was written in like nineteen like forties or something. Yeah. Okay. So, our you know some of the stuff is starting to come to fruition. It's it's very interesting to see. Scary as all get out, but I thought it was very thought provoking. That was the main reason why I chose it. Yes, and I I, I I agree with that. The movie the movie didn't grab me. It didn't really. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't really wrapped into it. But I will say. To say that George Orwell was ahead of his time is an understatement. Yes, because it is it is very ahead of its time, um, and I'm glad that I watched it because it does. While, like I said, while I didn't love every single aspect about, it, if I was to rate it, I'd probably give it three out of five stars mm-hmm. or maybe seven out of ten, a, a positive review. Um, but um, because even though even though it is slow at times, the mood, the atmosphere, and it gives you enough food for thought to where you're never really bored with it or anything. So it is it is an interesting film for sure. And you know, as far as the cinematography goes, <coughs> there's those scenes where it's just bleak and dark and, and gray, but then yeah. all of a sudden he has these visions that are beautiful and, yeah, and bright they're and full full color. It's just mm-hmm. it's like an open field with trees and it's just kind of like a reminder of what things yeah. used to be or could be. And, and John Hurt still looks very depressed looking yeah. at this beautiful the whole time. Yeah, he still looks like his dog got hit by a <laughs> he sedan. Has, he has a lot of regrets as to when he was a child and war actually broke out. That's another thing. Do you believe what the government's feeding you? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're I do. Because in this movie, they keep talking about a war that's going on with uh, what they're Oceania, right? So it's with Eurasia. Yeah. And 
you start to realize by the end that there's probably no war going on at all. Yeah, it's like, I mean, even yeah, no, it's, you're, 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 it's, games right. it's just a, it's it's just a matter of controlling the population. Basically, yeah, the whole like government being the master has been a movie thing forever. Like even mm-hmm. Hunger Games, is the same thing. Government, you know, it's like not not the same thing, but right. this is one of the first movies, I guess, that. People have seen that looks good. That does, and it. I agree that you know. That I've read. I don't know. When I say that, you know, it, the concept is it's thought provoking. It's yeah. just to make you think to want to think about it. But just for him to write this in the 1940s, and there's a lot of like, especially in the movie, like Nazism type uh, visuals. Yeah, you can see and like you parallels can, to the Nazis. Yeah, you and you stuff can for see sure. where he wrote that, like in the 40s. You know, comparing it to <laughs> Nazism, but at he the same time, that anyway, so he doesn't care. <laughs> I don't believe in Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time. I mean, for him to write that then and seeing some stuff now, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you said, what was the rating you said? I'd probably give it like three out of five. Like I said, mostly positive. Um, I'm guessing that's a letterbox, three out of five. Yeah, I said three out of five or like seven out of ten probably. You know, mostly positive, <laughs> I would say. Um, but yeah, it was like I said, the main thing, it was, such, it was just such an interesting story. And it's one of those films that I probably... I don't know how I would have ever gotten around in this movie otherwise. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's That's not the point of this, like, baby. It's not like I'm just gonna randomly be like, oh, let's go through John Hurt's filmography. You know, I mean, like he's a good actor, but it's not. That's just he's right. in two of these now. He's he's in V for Dead also. It's true. I mean, he is, he, that's true. He, is, he is in it. He loves him some dystopian <laughs> government taking over. Films. I like even a lot though. I might never get to 1984, but yeah. you want to go first? You want to go next for me? That's fine. I'll go will. ahead. Uh, Jordan chose Shadow for me. Mm-hmm. Tell which us about Shadow, because I'm very f- ignorant on this film. A lot of people are foreign language film. Was it? Is it Chinese? Yeah. Okay. It's, I was like, it's Chinese culture. So it's a little like, bit different. I was China, like, the, the story is very Chinese. East of us, that's <laughs> or west. There's not a lot of Chinese movies that are well, actually pretty because, good. So because when you you know when you get in that genre, it's either Japanese or Chinese usually, even Korean, sometimes is Korean, <laughs> yeah. but they do more. It seemed like more modern type stuff. Uh, so yeah, I will say it's a Chinese film. Um, when did it come out? <clears throat> 2019. Yeah, it's fairly it's fairly recent. I watched it. It was it was one of my top movies of 2019. Oh, and it's, it takes place back when the, they had dynasties, uh, Chinese dynasties, kings and emperors and all that junk. Um, and when I when I got into, of course, I love this genre. So, so this was not, you know, a big leap for me. Um, <clears throat> but I thought the story was compelling. Uh, the way it was shot was visually uh stunning i mean really yeah because it's it's not it's not it's not black and white it's it's got a very gray overtone to it got a lot of gray movies yeah i mean seriously it's it's all it's all very very gray i give jordan a gray movie too (laughs) except for when there's like blood and stuff like that and it kind of pops off the screen which is pretty cool it's it's a cool you know visual in that aspect uh as far as the the story goes um, I feel like you kind of get this kind of story with that culture, with that, you know, genre, uh, quite a bit. But it was still done really well. Um, they were. It's basically uh, how much do you how much do you want me to you say can go. here? Okay, right, fine. Say what you want. So it's basically a commander has been hurt and done away with. He's kind of in the back, <coughs> uh, trying to manipulate. Uh, things to set to 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 be where he wants it to be he's he's been injured he's dying and he wants to reset really kind of get rid of the king uh so when he was younger his uncle found a double for him 
that he was going to raise up in the in the Chinese court because people tend to die in the Chinese court depending on the political realm of it. And so he found this double for his for his nephew that would you know go into the court and if something were going to happen like an assassination or something they take out the double instead of him. And so he's been raised up, really kept slave and hidden. Yeah, hidden all these years. Uh taught to fight, taught to, you know, how to how to uh right. act in the in the Chinese uh courts and it's kind of how what this is. Uh the the king in this is kind of this which we see a lot of in these movies is kind of a dumb uh rich kid uh spoiled, you know, that type yeah. that wants everything his way and he's this and that. Whereas the commander who's in the ba- who's in the background is trying to force a war so he can take over as king. And that's kind of where it, go- where it goes. Um like I said, visually it's stunning. Um choreography is incredible in this. It's just it's beautiful. It's like a dance, just like so many of the Chinese movies. It's it's like a dance. It's like um, they know their martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh there's there's a lot of betrayal in this. There's a lot of backstabbing. There's uh I didn't quite understand to begin with how they were gonna fight with umbrellas. Yeah, they do. It's pretty <laughs> okay. cool though. It sounds okay. kinda stupid, but it it's does. really freaking cool. Because when they're when they're training, he's he's got this bamboo and he's he's fighting this dude and he's getting his butt kicked and then they're like oh let's bring an umbrella and you'll fight with an umbrella and you can beat me like that i'm like what the crap you're kidding me you can't fight an umbrella yeah and then it turns out that the finds a way that the umbrellas that they use the canopy is made of uh swords daggers yeah so make a little move and you're twisting it and these daggers shoot out of it Mm-hmm. And then also you're fighting with it, and it's just sharpened swords. Yeah, the canopy, and you is. can like he like rolls with it, <laughs> yeah. and there's all kinds of cool things. And with so it. there's all kinds of different, as far as the fighting goes, it's just it's it's really cool. Uh, you find out that the commander has told his double that if he does this for him, and he's if he's able to uh, uh, defeat the enemy, he'll let him go and go home to his mother. Turns out, I don't think he ever meant to let him go ever. I think he was planning to kill him yeah. to the end. And then there's a little bit of a love triangle there where he sees the double making love to his wife. And oh. How could she know? I mean. <laughs> right, to the commander's <laughs> wife. And, uh, What's the difference? And so then you know that you know he's really going to kill him. It does, he's yeah. not going to let him go. <laughs> and there's... I won't get into too much as far as like the betrayal and the backstabbing because I think you'd enjoy seeing this if... if Especially if you're in this genre, but I think the story is compelling enough that that you should probably just go see it. Yeah, uh, find it somewhere. I think it's on freebie right now. Oh, I just I just own it. <laughs> yeah, um, probably is yeah, on freebie. I saw it's on it's or Pluto on freebie, or something. Plex, Pluto, Plex. and Tubi. Yeah, so you, all the so free you're ones. You have to watch the you know with commercials, but unless you pay for it, and there right. are subscriptions to those. And I'm, of course, Jordan gave me the uh, the Blu-ray so I could watch it. I thought I had the 4K. I thought I upgraded. I got a, it'd be cool in 4K. I thought I upgraded. Um, it would be visually, um, but like I said, I won't go too far as far as the backstabbing and the, the betrayals and all that yeah. stuff. But overall, I mean, it was it was a good movie. I I enjoyed the the story of it. I enjoyed the choreography. I I just love that type of of movie with the fighting and the choreography. It's just it's beautiful. It's a really well stunning. done martial arts movie yes. like that. Yeah, very visually stunning. Is that why you give it to him, Jordan? Yeah, well, man, I know, I know he like I know he hadn't seen it first of all. Right. So that was a big one. 
And I know that he likes that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought it was well done. It's a, kind of a political drama, too, on top yes. of a kung fu movie. Like, not kung fu, whatever they do. I don't know, Chinese fighting movie. I don't know what if it's kung fu or whatever. Whatever type of martial whatever, arts that, is. that it remind, is. It reminds me kind of like in the genre of like Hero. Have you ever seen Hero, Jet Li? Uh, those Gosh, those, those like type of movies. 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's in that genre of type. Basically, like the double is the shadow. That's mm-hmm. why it's called shadow. He's mm-hmm. trading him in the that shadows. Okay, okay. To I'm become, like, why is it called shadow? By the end, like he's he is meant to overthrow the king so he can become king, whatever. Right. But he's not, anyways. But the um, he's got to fight like a. By the end, he's got to fight like a big barbarian type guy. So you get to mm-hmm. see him be all nimble with his umbrella and stuff. That kind of sounds weird, but <laughs> it's it's really cool. It's got a lot of cool action sequences. Yeah. There's not a lot of action in it, I will say. Yeah. It when I watched the trailer, I thought it'd be action, action, action. It's not a ton of action in it, but when the action hits, it's, it's well. Eventually, so. some of the stuff they did before, as far as the action goes. I mean, even when they were coming into the city, and they were. That sounds stupid. Sounds but they weird. were riding these umbrellas. Nice. But they had another umbrella on top of them to to take care of arrows that were being shot at them. And they're just coming down the streets, just, you know, like, I don't know, 50 of them or something like that, spinning on these umbrellas, these metal, these metal sword umbrellas. I'm trying to picture it. <laughs> these metal sword umbrellas That's cool. uh, coming down, you know, taking care of the arrows and everything. And then at the same time, they've got these uh, crossbows strapped to their the wrists yeah. that they're shooting at the the enemy as they're spinning down these this hill of a, a street, and, and it was kind of it was visually you know it was, it was nice it a, was and a couple of the uh, fights are like one shots sometimes oh, that's and cool. so mm-hmm. it's interesting when you do have one shot of kung f- of martial arts I feel like it's the hardest thing to do is one shots of that kind of stuff yeah it's not a bu- it's not a long one but they will do like you can tell I don't know if it's because they just didn't have the money right <laughs> you know you know to how you know just cut editing whatever maybe it's easier but i just thought you'd like it mm-hmm. in that way so yeah. um i yeah so rate it rate it um two out of ten two out of ten <laughs> it's i was looking it's got really positive reviews yeah, yeah it does i'd give it some i somewhere between a 7.5 and 8 i would say nice 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 see good 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 out of 100 or um okay so yeah that's well, I gave it so okay. Um, so I got a classic movie come out in 1944 called Double Indemnity, um, which I have not seen. Um, it's one of those ones that you know I've been meaning to kind of get rid of. I just don't get around to classic movies much because my wife, when I watch anything black and gray, hey, I understand that. Um, I'm in the same boat, black and white. Um, it's pretty much like if it's black and white, it's a no go. So mm-hmm. it's hard around my house because like my son what likes fool. black and white movies. <laughs> Plus, you can watch any black white movie. You love Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, plus yes. you can watch any black white movie with a kid because, like, yeah. there's nothing in them. Nothing in them. You yeah. know? So yeah. it's, like, perfect for him, but she won't watch them. Anyway, so I watched this. I have an idea. Divorce her. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing this out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a good idea. I know you've been thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. Um, so this movie <laughs> is about, I'm just going to read the synopsis off this, make it easy. A Los Angeles insurance representative lets an alluring housewife seduce him into a scheme of insurance fraud and murder that arouses the suspicion of his colleague and insurance investigator. So, um, this is the only downside of old movies. I've seen this before now in new movies, right? But I think I can oh, see... You've probably seen the story before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's, but that's part of life. Yeah, because you know? like in, in, the, in the 80 years, it's probably been done yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's been done as good as this. So, like, you have all these 
schemes or whatever, but I, I have one bone to pick with you. <laughs> okay. I really did like this movie. Yeah. But let me ask you one thing I hate about movies. Okay. <laughs> that you hate about movies in general? Yeah. <laughs> What's like the one thing that gets on my nerves when I a movie? Oh, I don't know. Um... It starts with a big old end. Narration. I hate <laughs> narration. Guess what this movie is? It's a hundred percent narration. Narration. I, I, <laughs> it's it makes sense though. It, it makes perfect sense though in the context of this film. Yeah. And I, it's funny you say that because I thought about this afterwards. I was like, man, Fred McMurray narrates a lot of this movie, yeah. but it makes perfect sense because in the opening scene you see him speaking yeah. into this freaking what's what are those things called? Something phone? I don't know. A telephone. It's <laughs> it not a telephone. A telephone it was yeah. like a, it, was, it, like, it, it records like a, re- a voice recorder from the 1940s. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but uh, yeah. but yeah, it makes perfect <laughs> in this film. It makes perfect sense because but it's not just like oh he's just narrating to whoever's listening. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, so you're you're lucky enough that the movie's good enough. I got past it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I'm not a huge fan of movies that go back. Whenever you're talking in the future, because I feel like it takes away, but uh, again, it does well. So, yeah. um, and this is probably one of the first ones to do it. You yeah, know? yeah, and I get why that. Anyway, because how many movies have you seen like talking in the future? You had to go back. Yeah. Not it's like stuff. you're probably wondering how I got here. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. So, um, there's not a bad performance in the movie that I, I like. There's a couple of small performances, but like. They're fine. Like, you know what I mean? All the leads are really like good. Fred McMurray, yeah. Barbara Stanwyck, and I really like Ed Robertson. This Edward guy. G. Robinson, yeah, yeah, he he was a more of a standout than anybody. The other two I've seen, but you know, I don't know how many times I've seen him. I don't, but um, so basically, it's just a innocent story. This guy goes, he's like, I need to get some insurance. To this guy, he's he's just a he's a salesman, insurance salesman. He's yeah, like, he's you just need a to charming, go. Dapper insurance. Yeah. Salesman. He's like, you need to go. He's like, he's like, I had to go get some automobile insurance for this guy. He goes there. For whatever reason, the nanny is just so mean to him. To begin with, she's like, you want in? He's like, you can't come in. Anyway, she comes out with literally just a towel on, first of all. I'm like, okay. So oh, this is what we're the, doing. The, 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 the guy he's trying, <laughs> his wife. Yeah, okay. this is what we're doing. Yeah. He's immediately smitten. Okay? like <laughs> Who wouldn't yeah, be? Yeah, he, he literally like just barges in. I'm like, it's yeah. a weird, di- it's a different time it period. It is a different time. He's yeah. very so, good at his job. Well, no, it's not even that. He, just, he <laughs> pushed know. the nanny aside and he's like, I'm yeah. coming in. Yeah, <laughs> this is like, you watch so many movies from like yes. the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and there's so many people, oh, a random stranger's at my door. Come on in, sit down, yes. I'll make you some it's tea. Str- you know, it's just a different time. Completely different. Um, so anyways, the thing about this movie that I think is so interesting, for the time period, it's a little bit long, because it's hour 50 or something like that, um, hour 47, I didn't feel it, but like, I feel like they're more shorter. Cover Casablanca is like freaking old, freaking long. Um, the thing about this movie, it's like <laughs> three and a half hours long. Casablanca is not. Oh, it's no, it's gone with the wind. Sorry, gone yeah, with the wind. Like, yeah, Casablanca yeah. like, yeah. is not that long. Um, anyways, the thing about this movie that I think works is all the dialogue. It's quippy. It's fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which can which can either sink your movie because it's annoying, or it can or heighten. I think in this one it heightens it. It's interesting between the two leads going back and forth um, because like. He'll say something, she'll say something, like, mm-hmm. they're just kind of, like, egging each other on, and yeah. then there's a point where he's like, well, I'll come over at 8. She's like, well, my, my husband will be there. He's like, well, I'll come over Thursday at 8. She goes, okay. Then she gets a call, come come whatever day at 3. And so they do all this stuff, and she's like, oh, man, I forgot. My husband's out of town. Oh, also the nanny's day off. Like, what should we do? <laughs> you know? And so she's really seducing him. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, "What happened? is there any way to get him to have an accent plan without knowing? She, he goes, well, that's no, I'm not getting into that. And then, like, the next frame was like, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, it's very fast paced. He's like, he's you like, you can tell he thought about it for about 15 yeah. seconds. And he's like, I, I got to get me some of Barbara Stanwyck. And there's this whole other thing where his 
friend or the the other insurance guy has like this tiny guy inside of him. He says that every single time there's something wrong, he can feel it. Mm -hmm. And so his main problem is like he's got to make the perfect crime. He's got to kill this guy to get their money. But there's a so thing that he can be with his wife. Yeah, basically. They don't really ever. They kind of say they're going to be together, but they're really just trying to get this money. First of all, yeah, it, it's a combination of money and horniness. Basically, yeah, is, yeah. What, is what drives the movie. And it's and ca it's called double indemnity because the one that he gets him to sign without him knowing if he die on a train or certain other things. Yeah, it's double indemnity. So you get instead of fifty thousand dollars, you get a hundred. Double the right. money. Yeah. You get double the money, but it's more looked into. And what's funny? It, what's what the contrast of this movie is where you're talking about Fred McMurray coming in and being. The He-Man at the you know at, at that time he pushes past the maid and that type of stuff, but actually she's the one behind the scenes who's manipulating everything. It's really, yeah, it's yeah. an interesting you know. Yeah, and so you get all this going, and he's like, "Well, I gotta do this. We can't talk. You're calling from here." It's very like he's he's setting up the perfect crime, mm -hmm. right? He's like, "We gotta do it on a train." He's like, and then and then like behind the scenes, you don't even really see the husband much, and he breaks his leg for whatever reason, which you're not even sure if he actually did it himself. Maybe she did it because like it looks better. He's on crutches, so then they, they end up, like, killing him. I mean, and they go on the train, he imitates her, he falls off, suicide breaks his neck, they get the money, right? Yeah, they just chuck his body off yeah. the back of the train, yeah. You think it's good, like, it looks like it's going to work out well. They they seem to be, they're like, oh, the police is like... The lead up, I'm sorry, go ahead. The police is like, like, we're good, it looks like a... It looks like he got he just fell off, bum leg, looks broke legit. his neck. It was fifteen miles an hour, he parted and jumped. I mean they thought suicide for a minute. Like she plays it really well because he's like suicide. She goes, I don't even know you owed me money. Now you said my my husband killed himself, I'm leaving. Very interesting. The build up to it is very interesting because like you're going back and forth all these different people, like her stepdaughter and then things happen with her. Who mother does, who does not like her. No, her well, like, her mother. You're a cankerous whore. Ah. Her mother was the <laughs> nurse that um, helped whenever her mom was sick. How many times have we seen that? But it's part of the, one of the first times. Um, and you kind of find out that she probably killed her, you know, or at least helped with her pneumonia. Yeah, <laughs> to to kill something, her. something happened. Um, Something's fishy there. Yeah. And then like her boyfriend is like, is like meeting with her all the time. So you can tell she's behind the scenes. And she she's bringing the narrative to him. And he's just believing the whole narrative. Mm -hmm. He's not looking at any other thing but her narrative. He's not yeah. looking at maybe the husband's not mean to her. Like he, she's saying, yeah, he, he hits me. And then when he goes over there, he is a little bit mean, but he's just like tired of her. <laughs> he's yeah, like, he's stop just, talking he's just to me. A bitter old guy. I guess. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, w women shouldn't get beat. I've got to save her. It's kind of where he's at. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's trying to justify it for himself. Oh at yeah. Some point. yeah, because he's he is an honest man, but she turns him. Yeah, right, pretty quick. <laughs> Love will do strange things. Mm -hmm. And so they think they get done with it. They're like, well, we did it. Perfect crime, $100,000. Of course, the firm doesn't want, insurance company doesn't want to give that to her because that's the poor insurance. You make money not to give money, you know? Yeah. And, they're, and considering there's 8 million insurance scams out there every day. Yeah, you know, which they, they kind of touch on in the beginning of the movie to show you, well, <laughs> we really look into these things. They pretty much got it done. They're like, we're, we're good. And then all of a sudden, they start to meet up. And then his friend comes in and he goes, there's something wrong with this case. He's like, it's a murder. I can tell. Yeah. He goes, how can you tell? He goes, I just have that pit in my stomach. And then, then he's like, then it all starts crashing in on him. Like he kind of finds and a of little course, thread. Of course, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to lead him away from it. Like, yeah. oh, don't even think about that. You know, it's obviously, it's obviously just an accident. Yeah. There's a little bitty thread he pulls on. His whole thing falls in. They, he kind of feel like, realizes that, that she's behind it the whole time. She's like, she's been kind of going with other guys. She just. Wants the money, doesn't care, but she's never loved anybody, she says, until right at the very end. And then what's interesting about it is he's talking the whole time. You're not really too sure completely what time. Like, you know it's past everything, but you're not exactly sure where it's going to lead up to, but it's the end of the movie or if it's like, you yeah. know. But he's talking into it, 
to his friend, turns out, and he just was confessing. He's yeah, con- his he's, he's like, I can't boss. do it anymore. Yeah. They, there's an altercation at the house where she was ready for him. She sh- she shoots him. He kills her. He's like, I would rather not have, I'd rather just run, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, th- what's interesting is, like, the downfall is so, is so, is so crazy because, like, they're not going to get the money. They've already, they're taking her to court. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting the money. Now it's just like he did everything for nothing. Yeah. No love. She never loved him. No it, money. It started to collapse. No money. He was he was the, just a sucker. She talk, was able to talk into. Yeah, and he and you don't and even not the first one. And <laughs> when I, we're, I've seen it, I've saying, seen it I've seen it a few times, but I didn't even realize it until like I think this most recent time I watched it a couple months ago, and like you don't even really realize it that she she probably doesn't even care about him until the very end of the film when he's like I'm just another sucker that you got that you that you got in here well she even says I've never loved anyone until right now <laughs> she's like I finally I, she's like, I couldn't take the second shot because I love you and he's like boom boom so he didn't <laughs> yeah. care at that point he's like I, I think he realizes that he would just be better off if he just got rid of her completely because he's too deep now and I think the movie does good of bringing back his humanity because he could have just ran like yeah. he's he's done yeah. she's dead I mean it could have been the boyfriend. He even kind of sets it up to be the boyfriend if he wanted to be. He could have just said, hey, go in there. Here's a gun. And honestly, yeah. he could have set him up, but he doesn't. He says, go call her. Mm-hmm. She loves you. Go to her. And then he goes, he could have ran away, but at the end, he's like, he just can't deal with it. Yeah. So he's he's literally shot. And not the shoulder. I don't really know how he's, I guess his blood loss is killing him, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. They don't show blood in the 40s so <laughs> as much. So he's like talking to him. What I liked about it at the very end, though, it's like, his friend was standing in the doorway for most of it, I think. Like a good amount of it. And he looks back and he goes, oh, hey, how much did you hear? He goes, enough. And he's like, can you just forget it? Let me let me run. He goes, you're not going to make it to the elevator. Yeah. This is one of my favorite lines. And he goes, he falls down and he goes, they move the elevator a couple miles away and he just dies. I thought that was interesting where they did that. Oh, yeah, when he tries to get out the door. Yeah, he's like, he I think they moved the elevator a couple miles away. And then he just like falls over and dies and this goes the end you know it's like yeah it's ending i was done did they actually like show him dying he's, i, c- I he, couldn't remember if he just he kind like, of like slumps, slumps over bit, yeah. like he's just well he can't even go farther he's he, For, call, he, don't forget he tries to light a cigarette yeah and they, then, they uh, call the ambulance on their way but he slumps over and he can't move anymore it looks like he might you just die. assume that he's probably dead yeah yeah the other thing i was gonna say about it is like i've never seen something so cool as like flicking a match on oh it's gotta be uh, dude I've tried after watching this movie yeah. I've tried to just flick a match with my thumb every single time he does it. it I'm like that's cool it's gotta be a certain type of match and, and he is just like had. showing off he's like oh yeah with his thumb or just <laughs> yeah because you know, you've seen people strike him on yeah. walls and stuff but I just want to flick it with my she thumb stri- she strikes on the matchbox and she does but he's always the guy's always got a cigar without a match he's like yeah, just flicks it with uh, his thumb. It's so um, cool. So, anyways, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I ended up just renting it because it's easier. Yeah, two ninety nine. Um. Anyways, so I really liked it. I gave it like a four point five on uh, Letterboxd and nine IMDb. It's awesome. super good. Um, we'll watch it again. I went ahead and bought it. I, I found this like really cool, um, Blu-ray version that comes with a case file mm-hmm. for the for the movie. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. So I bought it. That's like cool. eight dollars. So I was gonna say if you're into like, like, like the, you know. Collectors. Well, Criterion was thirty five. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. eight thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame me. Um. Anyways, but yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Um. There's a lot of old movies that I like haven't really seen or classic, whatever you want to call it. But this one's super good. Like I said, it's quippy. It's got. It's really the. That's really the height of the movie because, like, if you've never yeah. seen this, you've seen the story. Sadly, because you've lived eighty plus years. <laughs> you know, like there's a bunch of stories like this, but yeah. this one you can kind of tell Matt started it. I don't know if anything before really did much like insurance fraud and stuff. I don't know. Um, and then so. the nurse kills the mom type thing. Like there's a lot of twists and turns in it. Yeah. But it's not as 
it's not as like wow because you know we're living to 2024 how many great twists but yeah if you can put that aside and go back and really get in the mindset of an old classic movie because they're different it's a whole different era mm-hmm. they're acted overly more i didn't think this is actually overacting much in this movie no i think it's pretty good she's a little bit but like sometimes it's like so over the top i can't get into it yeah. sometimes depending on but, and you get and you know with with so many films from like the 30s 40s 50s you get a lot of these actors that like come from broadway that are used to doing yeah. like such grand over the top performances and stuff that um it's hard to find it's hard to find certain films where uh you know they're subtle and but i, th- I think the performances of this are really good and like you said the guy who plays keys edward robinson is very good Fred mcmurray's really good barbara looks pretty good too but um, she's, yeah she's kind of it's weird because like she's kind of an afterthought in the movie but she's the main part of the movie it's yeah weird, she's a like, driving force but she's not. she's just kind of behind the scenes doing everything he's mostly mcmurray doing <laughs> like every he's like making sure it's a perfect murder making sure See, the funny thing you know he, he made quite a few quite a few movies the first thing i remember ever seeing him in is a tv show my three sons oh okay, Fred McMurray? Re, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, reruns of that you know and i'm like and then i see him in movies i'm like wait a second you know yeah because yeah. he, he, really he had some really legit he had a string stuff. he had a string of all those disney movies like the absent-minded professor and the shaggy dog and stuff like that well, he's, that's why i recognize him from I've and never, yeah. yeah and then you're like well he's actually played kind of like a shady character before mm-hmm. like you yeah. forget that mr disney you know was 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 in these dark film noirs and stuff but. yeah it's a, a film noir obviously but i also like which less is more. I've always said that. And in these movies, they can't show death, you know, because yeah. like, not, so it's like off camera. I like that. It's like the way they film stuff. Because you know? he was choking to death, and they, off camera, you can tell right. he died. And it's like, I like less is more. Like a lot mm-hmm. of movies I've watched just in the last couple of weeks, it's like less is more a lot better than what I got. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm tired exactly. of it's like, it, it's nice to have a build up. Yeah. It's nice to have an ending that's not ambiguous. Maybe it's a little bit, I guess, but it's not really. Yeah. It's, it's like nice. you're not 100 sure if he's dead or not. But he's but gonna go to jail. Like, I mean, even if he he's die. either gonna die or go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I like that. Um, it's just different, you know. Obviously, and so. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I'm really glad you liked it because I knew I knew there were certain classic films that you hadn't seen, and uh, um, uh, that, that's one of my favorites. Um, there, I mean, there's a thousand that I could go through that I might recommend to you, you know, before <laughs> before too long, but I. I really like that one. Uh, the main thing, the really thing that I like about it the most is just the dialogue in it because it's so. Billy Wilder has such a uh, has such a great way of writing this dialogue that just pops. Like just for example, just like the the first couple of conversations with Fred McMurray and Barbara Stanwyck's characters is like just dripping with sexual tension, but it's like 1940s sexual tension. So the, you know, there, there's nothing vulgar, there's nothing outright, but it's like you know they're just so dang hot for each other yeah. just from like the way it's written. And people just people don't write like that anymore. They don't talk like that anymore. Yeah, the only person that I can think of. Which, of course, the dialogue is completely different, but Tarantino is very heavy dialogue. Or sorry, and, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm wondering if maybe he got some influence from, you know, the old, the old, you know. Yeah, he very just, well could have. It's just, I don't know, but his movies are the only, he's really the only director I can think of nowadays that very, very heavy dialogue. I think Fincher does it pretty good, too, because, like, Fincher has, like, Good dialogue movies too, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth stuff. Yeah. But yeah, and a lot of the stuff that Sorkin writes, like you said, his yeah. dialogues, um, pretty. But pretty like, there's not like that. Yeah, there's nothing. There's not quite anything like it. No, I like you can do it right, going back and forth fast. But sometimes it's super annoying. You mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. But they, you have to have a good actor. You know, mm-hmm. helps when Andrew Garfield and Jesse Eisenberg, good actors. I yeah. think <laughs> going back and forth with each other, and yeah. it helps when you have. I don't like narration as much, but Michael Fassbender's narration the killer, really good, I thought. It helps when you have those people. And Fred McMurray, and what, I can't remember her name right now, um, are, are good back and yeah. forth, so it helps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, The worst thing good. about the movie is her blonde wig. 
And it's not great, <laughs> but you know you look uh, past things. I've seen dude, people like people openly mocked her on the set of that movie because I don't know why she had to be blonde. I don't know. I guess for the whole like femme fatale kind of thing, I mean, you, she had. You to can't tell it's black and white. Yeah, so. in black and white, <laughs> you had to like. I mean, you could tell because it's yeah, cause but, it pops differently. But it's like but I don't know. I guess I they want to. She had to be blonde. Make her just like a blonde, because blonde are like the hotter. I guess. I so, guess yeah. it's like what people. It's like the most the quintessential hot, hot woman in the nineteen forties. Yeah, no. I guess you know. Um, yeah, that didn't really change either. I feel like it's always blonde. <laughs> um, they have more fun, you know. But yeah, so even in the Matrix, look at in that. The ma- yeah, red dress. Um, so I was we'll like, d- Carrie Ann Moss isn't blonde. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this again, and whenever we are looking ahead and see uh, when there's a movie not coming out, or we don't have a segment yeah. coming up, or something. So next like time that. we go, we're gonna swap it around. I recommend a movie. Yeah, for it'll David go back to way. watch. Yep. Yeah. You recommend one for Jordan. Jordan gives one. Yeah, to yeah, me. Yep, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so we'll do. Um, the lo- one last thing before you head us out. Um, we're all on Letterbox. It's kind of a newer thing we're doing. If you want to follow us on there, we watch a lot of movies we don't talk about on here, and we have full. I put reviews on it. Like I actually write stuff, and so do you mostly. Yeah, it's not full length review, but I do write if reviews. It's something that's just and, not worth talking about, then I won't put a review. Yeah, on Yeah, and so you can follow us. On, I, I'm the movie guy twenty one, and you'll see um, Jack Torn from The Shining. That's mine. Oh. Um, Come to the door. So follow us on there, and you guys can all plug yourself. I don't know what your guys' names. I know what you look like, but I don't know what your name is on there. We we'll all follow my, each my other. Picture is not me. It's Willem Dafoe. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you. you look just like him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, mine's Which the movie guy. He's an ugly son of a gun. <laughs> I love the guy, but he's an ugly son of a gun. Uh, mine's the movie guy. Twenty one. So okay. Yeah, my my letterbox handle is Matt Dix Film. If you uh, if you want to follow me on there, you're Farm Fresh uh, something. Farm Fresh fifty two with peas by nice, the way. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. With feet, with peas, not f's. <laughs> yes, nice. Um, cool, cool. But yeah, so that's the new segment. What are we watching? I don't know. <laughs> that's gonna what change. What are we watching? <laughs> or it's like it's just like a cute little movie club thing yeah. or something. We're gonna call our cute little movie club. That's right. I said, you know, my wife asked me the other night. She goes, "What are you watching?" And I said, "Oh, you know, we're kind of doing this little movie club thing where we recommend each other movies we haven't seen." And my wife goes, "You guys are doing a movie club? That's so cute." I was like, "Why are you gonna make it lame?" <laughs> 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 uh, anyway but uh yeah that was cool thank you uh thank you to the beautiful listeners out there for powering through w- with us uh this was a fun episode um anything else you boys want to add before we just roll on out of here go get some lunch Nah, because i'm hungry <laughs> all right cool beans well uh yeah thank you for listening out there um what are your thoughts feelings and opinions on the three films we discussed today have you seen them have you not seen them do you want to see them now i mean we spoiled all of them but <laughs> <laughs> besides that who cares uh yeah, reach out to us and let us know. You can, I mean, heck, you can hit us up on Facebook. We're on Movie Matrix. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up, let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any of our episodes for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt, Jordan, and David. We will see you guys then. Peace. Thank you.